0: This is the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Josh Havens. Journaling, Prayer, and Bible Study. In Chris's struggle to find his identity in Christ, these three spiritual disciplines were instrumental when he used them together to help him find his identity in Christ. As with any spiritual discipline, it's not about practicing them for the sake of practicing them themselves. Spiritual disciplines are a means to an end, and the end of every spiritual discipline is to become more like Christ. So then tell me a little bit about the spiritual disciplines that have kind of helped you grow and become more like Christ. Has journaling, and especially using the Daily Growth Journal, has that been one of those that's, that's really helped you a lot?
1: Yeah, journaling I think will define the last two years of my life even though I haven't done it every day by any uh, stretch. But I have definitely done it way more than I ever thought I would ever be able to. Uh, I went from journaling two times a year maybe. Maybe I sort of developed a tradition of journaling on the 4th of July. But um, to journaling at least three or more times a week. And I had a nice streak, I remember, because I think I even showed you. Mm-hmm. I had like a four or five week streak where I didn't miss a day. And so that just felt so good. Um, not, not just for the achievement of it, although that was cool, but it was that it was working. You know, that by just taking five or ten minutes to sit down in the mornings and the evenings and then just jot out a few little things in my journal, I was beginning to see some significant change in my heart. And one of the reasons why I needed the change in my heart was because about eight months after I had gone through the initial creation of the journal and the timeline is sort of messy here, um, my mom passed away and uh, she, she took her own life. And I entered the hardest period that I had ever gone through. I remember going down to Florida, where my parents were living at the time, um, after my mom died, and to go and be with them. And I took I took two journals actually. I took my daily growth journal that I was writing in, at the time, and I took my blank journal that I've had for years because I've never filled it up. I recognized, you know, this was going to be a hard trip, obviously, and I needed I just needed that outlet. I had had about eight months of practicing. Journaling and beginning to explore emotional intelligence, EQ instead of IQ, right? So I had begun to get in touch with my own emotions and trying to figure all that stuff out. And I get this call that just shatters your world. I guess I just want to say first off, I don't know if if the date, you know, I, obviously I published the Daily Growth Journal and, you know, want to make it available to other people because I think, I think it can help them. And I recognized that well before this event happened. But after this event, I recognized that I actually think the Lord dropped this into my mind if for no other reason than just completely me. Because for me journaling has just kept me grounded in in reality and not just reality as in like our world but reality of who it is that God is, that reality, and that's what I needed the most. So the first thing that the, that the journal asks you is to say three things that you're grateful for. Again, I used to roll my eyes at Thanksgiving when we go around and we do this task, but I mean – I lost my mom to suicide, but waking up every morning and writing down at least three things that you're thankful for in the shadow of that pain can't be overstated for the effects that that can have on you. I mean, it's so true what they say in that no matter what you're going through, you can always find something to be grateful for, and just that little bit of gratitude will be that seed of hope, that little light that shines through that darkness that will allow you to just keep breathing when you really don't want to you feel like you don't want to be breathing right just to keep putting one foot in front of the other and so that's really what journaling has has been to me is is an outlet in which i can communicate with god in 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 a structured way right it brings it brought me into his presence where when I, w- I, I was hungry for his presence, man, I was in pain, I was in turmoil, and all I wanted to do was have the loving arms of my heavenly father wrap around me and comfort me. But that is such a difficult thing to manufacture, right? I mean, well, you can't manufacture it. You can't just be like, hey, God, you know, do this thing for me. It doesn't work like that. And even though it sometimes takes time to get our hearts in the right place to where we can really begin to sense and feel God's presence, journaling was a way that just brought me into it almost instantaneously, because I I would sit down, I would say, this is what I'm grateful for, and then the very next question is, is who is God calling me to be? Who is he calling me to be? Go back to that identity question, which I've struggled with for so much. If you go back and look at my journals, man, a lot of that is just a beloved child of God, just every day, a beloved child of God, a beloved child of God, just trying to reaffirm that 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 is who he's trying—that's who I am called to be for that day. That's who—that's all I need to be for that day. And if I can get through the day at that, I'll be enough, right? And so, yeah, I know journaling is sort of cliche as far as the Dear Diary thing and, and what it can do for you. But really what journaling has represented to me for the last almost three years now is a way to listen and connect with God in, in a completely different way. Because, of course, I was, you know, praying and, and Scripture is, is the anchors, right? They're your go-tos. But there's something so much more concrete about writing down your thoughts and your prayers in a journal. And then the other, the other spiritual discipline, though, that, that I've, I've, I've coupled that with, and I, so I, it, to me it becomes nebulous because I see these three disciplines as sort of one and the same, at least in my practice, when I do them the way I want to, which is prayer, journaling, and meditation, and it's it's very similar to what you described as far as the just the silence and solitude and being and i've needed a lot of that in my life too but the contemplative element of trying to lean into those things of the gratitude and especially of of my identity who god is calling me to be has been so profound just learning to pay attention to that what am i grateful for today that's a good question okay well i'm grateful for the typical you know, I'll, I'm alive and my family's alive and I can eat today. Okay, well, after you write that down for a while, it sort of feels old and stale. But that's where the good stuff starts to happen because you begin to start paying attention. And you just take a moment to say, God, what is it that you have done in my life that I'm grateful for? And again, no matter what the pain looks like, and there's days even today, that are filled with immense amounts of pain. I can stand firm on God because of the grace, because of the mercy, and because of the blessings that he pours out into my life every single day. And it's not just the things that he does, but it's the fact that he accepts me for who I am. Because then there's that question on being, right? And no matter, going back to the identity thing, if, if I allow him to define my identity, I can be okay. I can be okay. Before growing up, I had this entirely different narrative laid out in my mind of, about what my life meant. And it typically meant following a path for a life of a minister that mirrored what they wanted for me. Now, even though I don't know where this journey's going, I know that they're not the ones that write that story. And regardless of where my story ends up, I can be confident in it because it's written by the true author, not everybody else, and not even my own expectations. Because by the way, I love what you say about the antagonist. For me, recognizing that I'm the antagonist just means get out of the way. It, it, it creates a very clear metaphor for why it's so important for us to die to ourselves, the antagonist has to die so that the protagonist can win. And in this case, the protagonist is fighting for my very life, so I need to get out of the way. And then I can let my identity and everything that I do, my ministry, whatever it might be, flow from that. It's just, it, it, I don't know, it's a beautiful
0: thing to me, I'm grateful for it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. If you found our stories encouraging, please be sure to share them with someone else who may be going through similar situations in their own life. Be sure to subscribe for free over at dailygrowthdiscipleship.com or you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.